Welcome to the Art of Leadership with your host, Nina Ellison. Today, you are invited to join Nina for an educational podcast that seeks deeper insights into healthy leadership, explores personal growth, and elevates the value of soft skills in leadership. Thank you, Barry, for that introduction. I am Nina Ellison, and this past week, I heard the expression, big picture thinking, in at least three different conversations. Different people, different environments, but the same phrase. And when a phrase gains focus like that or gains an increased awareness in my mind, I try to pause and say, why? Why am I hearing this same phrase? Perhaps in our 2020 world, as new opportunities and new horizons are coming into view, big picture thinking positions us as leaders to move forward. So who are the big picture thinkers? When I think of them, I think of creative, strategic leaders who can see and share a vision. But I also know they can be disorganized and forgetful. Big picture thinkers can appear to be almost the opposite of detail-oriented thinkers, those who like to develop specific plans that include a focus on the specific steps to reach a goal. The good news is that different types of thinking Both big picture and detail-oriented thinking are learned skills. And even if you're a detail-oriented person and you're not naturally skilled at being a big picture thinker, you can develop beyond your natural tendencies to dive into those weeds. You can learn to soar higher in order to see the big picture. You can practice learning how to see from a higher perspective a higher view that allows you to understand and connect with others in a way that perhaps you've never seen before. There are several ways to learn about big picture thinking. And one of the ways that can help you learn about becoming a big picture thinker is to learn how to lead through ambiguity. James Hollis, an American psychoanalyst, says this, learning to live with ambiguity is learning to live with how life really is, full of complexities and strange surprises. So a quick definition, so you know what I'm talking about uh, with ambiguity, particularly in our work. To me, ambiguity arises when there's an uncertainty in our next steps, when a process is still vague or or could perhaps go in two different ways with neither being right or wrong to get to the intended outcome. If you tend to be a detail thinker, you may be thinking, oh, no way, this would drive me crazy. Why would anyone want to learn how to live with ambiguity and how to lead with ambiguity? Pema Chodron, the first American woman to become a fully ordained Buddhist nun in the Tibetan tradition, asks this question about ambiguity. What if rather than being disheartened by the ambiguity and the uncertainty in life, that we accepted it and relaxed into it? So there must be more than meets the eye of this concept of learning how to lead through ambiguity, of a leader understanding how important it is to accept and and even to relax into the idea of the uncertainty that we sometimes face as leaders. 
Several years ago, my husband and I heard about this incredible waterfall. It had three tiers. Um, Tears as in, not as in tears like we're crying, but three different levels. (laughs) And so we decided to take a day and travel to this waterfall and explore. As we began walking towards the signs for the waterfall, a young man who was returning from his own hike there spoke to us and told us that if we wanted to, we could walk to the left on a nice level path that would quickly take us to an observation deck where we would be able to see some of the waterfall. We thanked him and for his courtesy and his kindness, and, and, and we chuckled a little as we moved on, thinking, wow, we are definitely getting older when a total stranger will try to help us find an easier way to do things. So, you know, we didn't go to the left. We took the path to the right. And for about three minutes, it was lovely. I mean, there was even some flowers planted on the side of the path. And then it took this left-hand turn, and all of a sudden, we saw the downward slope of a ravine where there was no path. There were vines, there were roots, and there were huge slabs of rock. Ah, so that's what this guy was talking about. (laughs) But we headed down, choosing our steps, choosing a path. It could have been one of many as we went, helping each other. When we got to the bottom of the ravine, we saw this amazing sight. Oh, seeing the waterfall was so well worth the hike. And and we knew we still had to go back up the side of the ravine, but we were okay with that because now we knew that we wouldn't, and, and we couldn't, replicate the path we had just taken down. And it didn't matter. We knew we could get to the top without knowing our exact steps, or even trying to repeat what had worked on the way down. So here are three things that I think about with big picture thinkers. Big picture thinkers have learned how to be comfortable with the kind of ambiguity that I just shared in our story of the hike down to the waterfall. Not because they don't care about the details, but because they have learned that there are times when big picture thinking is essential, particularly when heading into an unknown future. Secondly, big picture thinkers learn how to juggle different options without having to find just one that is perfect or right. Not because they're indecisive, but they've chosen to embrace an idea that having varied experiences, taking risks, learning from and helping others along the way expands their thinking, expands their choices, and expands their satisfaction when a job is well done. Big picture thinkers also stay focused on the outcome rather than trying to control every detail, every rock, every vine, every route along the way. Big picture thinkers allow those on the team to find their way to determine what is best for them rather than trying to control their every move. I'm not suggesting that this kind of thinking moves a leader away from core values, but rather that this is a a grounded leadership that is empowering others as well as themselves in a move towards thinking differently when the situation calls for it. Julian Baggini, a British philosopher, says this, the mark of a mature 
psychologically healthy mind is indeed the ability to live with uncertainty and ambiguity, but only as much as there really is. And then he goes on to say, uncertainty is no virtue when the facts are clear and ambiguity is a mere obfuscation when more precise terms are applicable. In other words, there's no value in choosing to make things unclear and uh, ambiguous and complex if clarity can exist. Julian is spot on in pointing out that leaders who make the choice to cloud issues so as to give the appearance of uncertainty and ambiguity are really detracting from the meaning and the value of this concept. If you're in a place where you need to be innovative, where you're looking for ideas and solutions to problems that there is ambiguity, certain ambiguity exists, or, or perhaps you're in a place where you need additional creativity, consider this idea of pursuing elements that will help you to learn how to be a big picture thinker. John Maxwell puts it this way, and I'm reading from his book on how successful people think. He says, if you want to cultivate the ability to think big picture, then you must get used to embracing and dealing with complex and diverse ideas. The title of this series in the Art of Leadership is called, As We Think, So We Lead. And if you haven't before, let me encourage you to consider thinking as a self-contained, autonomous activity. There is and there will always be a need for thinkers. And if you want to discuss ways to advance your own growth as a thinker, reach out to me at healthyleadership.online. As a certified coach, I would love to help you on your journey.